0: Welcome to Fantasy Island Fantasy Football Edition, week 16. That's right, guys. It's almost over. We are we're wrapping it up, T. It's just yeah. me and T today. Bombo's on the IR. He's gonna be out today. So uh yeah, he was on the doubtful tag. So he tried to power through, but the pregame warmups wasn't so good for him. So Bombo's on the inactive list. It's me and sweet T today. It's crunch time, folks. This is it, man. Championship week in the playoffs. If you've made it this far, congratulations. If you haven't, it's probably because you've been listening to our advice. But, you know, hey, we'll get you there one of these years. So what we're going to do today is we're going to just talk about some key starts that you guys need to make sure and plug in. And these guys are always in there. If you got some tweeners and you're not sure in that championship game, some injuries, even streaming positions, maybe these starts are going to help you. Sweet T's going to kick it off with his start for week 17. What do you got, Sweet T?
1: All right, there, King. So my start for week 17 is going to be Jared Goff versus the Chicago Bears. Now, we already know the Chicago Bears defense, it sucks. It's not as bad as the Raiders, but it's not great, right? They traded away key guys. We know the situation. You and I being miserable Bears fans for all these years, we understand how it is. Goff is back at home. He lost last week, but he was on a roll before that. He was putting up mad fantasy points. So I'm looking for Goff back at home against a weak Bears defense to be able to have a big, big game. I'm I'm thinking that this is probably going to be a high-scoring affair. Justin Fields with his feet, Goff just throwing it lights out. It's going to be a fun matchup. So to me, I think from a PPR fantasy standpoint, Goff is going to get you a lot of
0: points, so he's a must-start. You know, and I think that's a great, great point, T. And I think one of the things we talked about, if not in the last show, the show before, but what makes these guys have these monster days, especially at the quarterback position is if they get behind early or the other teams keep scoring with them, you know, if they get a three touchdown lead, they're going to throttle down just the way teams are, you know, it's everyone does that. So as long as they keep it in. And I agree. I think Justin Fields is going to run for a couple hundred yards on these motherfuckers this weekend. So I, I think it's going to be a shootout. Huh? What was that? I said he
1: might break Lamar's record this week.
0: He, he might break There's it this week. He's definitely going to break it by the end of the year. But I'm just saying that I think yeah. that's a great pick, and especially for folks that are streaming from the position who have a little bit of some mishap there, whether it be drafting Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray, whoever else, and you've been streaming trying to look for a guy, and this guy's out there. Pick him up and play him. It's a great matchup. Everyone's going to look. <laughs> you pick up Jared Goff for your championship game, fuck yeah, and he's going to win it for you. Great pick, T. Okay, great.
1: King, I got one question for you, right? And this is coming from the heart because this is legit for me right now. Do I play Josh Allen this week? And I know he's my stud. I know he, he got me where I am. Or do I play Goff with the matchup situation? Because Allen's, you know, fantasy-wise, his PPR points have been just okay. But Goff has a potential to be able to, to like you just said, win it or, like, put you over the
0: top. Okay, so I did the same thing to you in the first round. Tua was playing Josh Allen, and my thought was I had them both. My thought was Josh Allen's been stinking it up. You know, I'm going to go ahead and go with the upside, and I think Tua can pop a couple long touchdowns. He's going to get the yardage. I think Josh Allen might get the rushing yards, but I went with Tua, and I lost the game by those points, basically. I think at this point, if you have a guy like Josh Allen, you got to stick with him. If you had one of those other previous guys I was talking about, Lamar Kyler. Any of those guys that went down or aren't playing, or Derek Carr, or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, plug in Jared Goff, 100%. And you should be fine. But that's a tough one, D. To, yeah. You know, and like it you is. said, it's, it's you really, you're hoping for the perfect storm and you're hoping that, you know, Chicago shows up to play and that they're really putting their fucking, their, their nuts out there and fucking trying to score. Cause once that score starts going up, it's just going to keep going. But hey, great pick. You heard it here first. We saying played play Jared Goff in the championship game this week. What I'm going to say is play Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow championship week. He's playing the last Monday night game of the year against Buffalo. He wants to smash Buffalo's ass. Buffalo's been giving up a lot of air yards. They've been giving up a lot of air yards all year. I know it's going to be cold. I know everything else. It doesn't matter to sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe is just going to hammer it. He's going to nail it. They're getting healthy at the right time. Their line's healthy. Their line's gelling. I really think Cincinnati wants to win this game, and Buffalo really is going to try to win this game to keep that home field advantage. They're only a half a game up on Kansas City or something, so they got to keep winning. So my must start, Joe Burrow against the Buffalo Bills. What do you think about that team?
1: No, I really like that one. And I like what you just said about them gelling at the right time. You know, uh, there's a lot to be said about just even what we were talking about early in the season, about this team, about how they weren't gelling, they were either injured, uh, different issues, but that O-line is the key. I know I railed off on them about, you went out and you spent all this money on the O-line, it's supposed to be an upgrade, and yet you you didn't get your money's worth. These guys weren't performing, but I think they weren't gelling. It was new to them, and now it's coming together right at the right time. They were able to do enough to get them in the position where they weren't behind too much in their division, and now is the time. And so, yeah, they're primed to have a huge fantasy day, especially Joe Burrow. I, I really love that pick.
0: You know, it's it's always like they say, it's not the best team that usually wins the Super Bowl it's a team that's the hottest going into the playoffs because they just got on a roll you win three or four games in a row you're a super bowl champ you know but well hey. that's
1: what that's exactly what they did last year to get into the super bowl
0: yeah no and you're right and, and tampa the year before remember tampa was just dog shit the first half of the year started rolling the second half and by the end of the season they were just cooking and no one could yep. slow them down in the playoffs yeah, You know, and that, right. that's really what you're looking for when you're looking to throw that money out there on these teams and who's going to win. But, you know, I think that the thing that everyone has to understand is basically right. I mean, T and you agree. Guys know who their starters are. Guys know who their sits are. This is a championship week. If you're not in the championship game, you don't got much going for you. You're probably in a consolation game and probably not even setting your lineup. But those of you that are still in the playoffs. You know who your guys are. What we're trying to point out is if you just have any tweeners or anything like that and guys you're not sure of, maybe we lean you towards the other side. So we know since you already got there, you know what the hell you're doing. So keep it up. Make sure you win your championship game. We're going to go ahead and throw a couple of sits at you. But before that, we're just going to run through the injuries, guys. We're going to run through the injuries real quick with Sweet Tea, and then we're going to talk to you about some of the guys that may be on that list. We got to sit. Or maybe it's going to affect what's going on. But go for it, T. Just run through a quick list of injury.
1: All right, King. So this week's injuries, we got quite a bit of them on this list today. So we have Jalen Hurts with a shoulder listed as day-to-day. But he's probably likely to sit still. So he's probably not going to start. They're trying to be cautious with him and take it slow. All they need to do is win one out of the two games. And they wrap up home field advantage. Number two, Tua with a concussion. He's in protocol. Probably not going to play week seventeen. It's a really bad situation over there. We got Aaron Jones with an ankle. Not a lot of information coming out on this. Um, He went out of the game, and there really hasn't been a lot of updates, especially as of time of this recording. Next one we got is Mike White with his ribs. He is designated to play. It's just a bad situation over there, and they did everything they can to get him ready. But to your kind of point, King, what you always say is, how effective is he going to be? Next. Tyler Lockett's still out with a finger issue. He's still doubtful day-to-day. We have Debo Samuel with an ankle. Will likely play seven week 17, but we just don't know how productive he's going to be. Then we got Christian Watson. This is a big one for the Green Bay Packers because they're trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to get in. They're in the hunt right now. And he has a hip flexor day-to-day, but he's probably likely to sit. This one's a huge one for me is Tony Pollard with a thigh injury. Already ruled out week 17. We have Derek Henry with a hip injury. He's listed currently as doubtful. He hasn't been practicing all week, so we'll see with him. Next, we got Ryan Tannehill done for the season. Lamar Jackson, he's still out with that knee injury week to week. It looks like he's not going to be playing week 17, though. And last on this list is Jamal Williams with a leg injury. Quick little bonus for you there, King, and he's not injured, but we're going to put him on this list is something that you just can't count on for week 17 or 18. For the last one is Derek Carr. Derek Carr's already been ruled out as the starter. He's not even with the team. He already separated himself from the team. So he's not a distraction. Um, so yeah, those are the guys.
0: Yeah, no, and and T, right? I mean, we just want to run through those injuries. And again, like I said, being the last week of the season, we're not going to pay much attention to it because there are a lot of guys that they're they're not going to rush back, especially playoff teams. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys on this list that really don't mean a lot to you guys, so just take it for a grain of salt. But with that, we're going to get into our Week 17 sits. T, who's your Week 17 sit?
1: My Week 17 sit is going to be Mark Andrews versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. So. If Tyler Huntley going to be playing, which it looks like he is going to be the starting quarterback, that means Mark Andrews is not going to be a good choice for you, especially in going into the finals of your playoffs, right? Over the past three weeks with Huntley, Andrews is only averaging six targets and averaging 3.1 PPR points per game. That's nothing. This guy was one of the top tight ends at the beginning of the season. Ever since he got hurt, he's been on the decline. And quite honestly, ever since Lamar went down and Huntley's in there, he just isn't getting anything. So I would avoid him at all costs. He's a big name, yes, but you just can't trust him to get you any kind of points right now.
0: Well, I don't even know who's really been keeping him in their lineup, T. I mean, he's been such a disappointment, and I think we'll you know we we'll recap it in the, in the next show when we do our year-end show, but I know that everyone was talking him up pre-show, but, I mean, I believe I said I don't – consider him the number one guy till he does it multiple years and he only did it one year and that's the difficulty he can't be the number one overall guy doing it for one year it's like darren waller you just can't do it you know that he had his one flash year and it's going to carry him same like kittle you know although kittle is stepping up in the playoffs because he does you know pay attention to fantasy football but mark andrews man total disappointment this year you know, so I think it's a solid, you know, sit, man. Sit his ass on the bench. Pick up somebody like Otten or something like that he has got a little bit of a ceiling. you yeah. know. So I'm going to go in and get into my Week 17 sit, and this is tough, guys, because he's probably a stud that got you to your championship game or whatever else, and it's a tough one to do, but guys, bench Devontae Adams. What's really going to happen there? You got Jared Stidham at quarterback. They're playing the San Francisco 49ers, who probably this is their last game. They're going to play everybody the whole game. So these guys are just going to be like rabbit dogs out there. They know it. This is our, like our last game before the playoffs, man. Let's go get it. And unfortunately, Vegas is going to be the victim. And it just sucks that Devontae Adams probably carried a lot of you guys to the championship game. But if you play him in this game, you're gonna get zeroed out or you're gonna get some low numbers. Cause I just don't think he's gonna be that effective. I just don't think he can. So and I think Josh Jacobs is gonna have a tough time there too as well. So both those guys be wary of. And if you got other options, I know it's tough guys, but bench Devontae Adams. What do you think about that one, T?
1: Well, I think it's a really solid pick there, King, because of the fact that, you know, Carr's been benched. He's done over there, probably done as a Raider completely. Um, he's the reason why Devontae Adams is there in the first place. And let's just face it, Devontae Adams has had flashes throughout all the struggles this year. He's had some big fantasy weeks. He could have had bigger weeks, but without Carr there and without anybody solid throwing him the ball. Absolutely. I couldn't trust him going into it and which sucks because he's the stud. He's one of those top guys that you drafted for good reason. And you always say, you know, you got to play your studs, especially when it's going into the playoffs, but you just can't trust any of that right now with this guy and with that team in general. So I think that's a great, great call out.
0: And it's tough T. To I I mean, again, these are your studs. These are guys that got you to that spot in the championship game, but you got to be smart. You can't just sit there and be stubborn and say, well, I owe him. I'm going to play him. Well, guys, if he's only going to get two targets or something or three targets, or if you got Josh Jacobs, you're going to put him in there to play San Francisco's D. It's not the smartest thing, especially with no quarterback. Just saying, at first start of the year, Jared Stidham, nah, I'm good. Sit your ass on the bench, guys. And it's like we talked about, T. I think even with this week, it's just, it's difficult because there aren't many guys into it. It's only guys who really need it. And there's been injuries happening. Christian Watson going down, big receivers going down, other guys going down. We got a little bit of some taste of a couple waiver wire pickups that we could throw in there. T, why don't you go ahead and kick off your waiver wire pickup for week 17? Just a little taste for someone who's maybe looking for some little help on their championship roster.
1: So I only got one guy for you guys this week. Uh, There's not a lot out there. We're coming into the championship, like you said, King. But I will, will throw this nugget out there. Jahan Dotson, 36% rostered. That means he's still very much available on a lot of leagues. He's averaging one touchdown per game over the last three games. Wentz is the starter for the rest of the season now. Uh, And now when you think about PPR points, over the last three weeks, he's had 16, 21, and 20. That's some pretty solid numbers for a guy who's only 36% rostered. I mean... If you need to pick a guy up, if you need a deep flex or even a flex, it's a solid pickup right now. You know, you could be in an injury situation or you could be trying to find somebody because you just don't have anybody on your bench worth uh, filling in for Devontae Adams because you sat his ass on the bench because you're listening to King. So I would go after a guy like Johan Dotson. What do you think, King?
0: No, I think it's like you said, is the waiver wire is really thin. And I think it's, you know, at this point, there's really no running backs that are going to ha- be out there that are viable at all. I know. And, you know, just like the the early week matchup, Derrick Henry's out again this week. He's not playing. But I think receivers are the ones that you can sort of snag and get a little bit of some value out of. And the one I'm going to talk about, too, is it's same like you, T is just somebody who's been performing a little bit. And can really bolster your lineup, you know, and help you out in this crucial week. You may, you may have injuries. You may have whatever else going on. But, you know, I like Jahan Dotson. I like that pick. We talked about that. And I really like Isaiah Hodgins, too, in New York. I don't like the situation there. I like the coach. I like Dable. And in the last four weeks, this guy has three teddies. He had a big game last week with eight receptions. Probably his come-out game. Hopefully, he keeps the momentum going. You know, and that's sort of what you're looking at. He's been building up momentum the last couple weeks, getting more targets, four, three catches, four catches, four catches. Last week got eight catches for 89 and a Teddy. So if he can break out a couple big touches, you know, and then maybe he just scores some points for you where you might not have been able to get those points on your roster before. So Isaiah Hodgins, New York Giants wide receiver on the waiver wire, pick him up if you need him.
1: That's a great pick there, King. You know, last week was obviously his best performance of the year. And I think it's kind of crunch time for the Giants as well. So you're thinking, okay, this guy's, if he's performing and they're just so beat up at that wide receiver position, he's going to start getting some targets. And so they're peaking or they're trying to peak at the right time. And so getting a guy like that off of the waiver wire right now, that's huge. Uh, you know, he had 23 ppr points last week if he can get somewhere close to that again for the championship that's not a bad pickup right there for
0: nothing no absolutely isn't and you know guys hey we're here with you man in your championship week we're going to be coming at you again next week with the year recap again this show there's not much into it because it's only the championship left you know there's maybe like we said a consolation games you know even one of our guys it's been a long season for us too and Bombo, he just didn't make it today. We had to put him on the inactive list. But you know what, guys? We're going to keep coming at you. Next week, we're going to come at you with the wrap up show, talk to you a little bit more about stuff. There really won't be any starting sits for next week, obviously. But you know what? T, great show. Great way to put it out there just for this championship edition. For Sweet T, I am R.W. King. We are out.